listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be back with you again this week for our new episode. We are excited to share good information with you. Uh, First of all, if you are listening, please make sure that you are liking this podcast, that you are subscribing to this podcast, and yes, that you are rating this podcast. We want to thank you for listening as we continue to grow and increase our digital footprint in the area of podcasting. So thank you so much for allowing us to add value to you each and every week right here on Speaking with One Voice. I want to remind you that we've got a great webinar coming up talking about delegating with ease. This webinar is going to take place on Tuesday, uh, January 18th at 7 p.m. Central Time, and you can register at ovleadership.leadingthebest.com, ovleadership.leadingthebest.com. It's only $19.97. You'll get one hour of uh, great training to help you to delegate and grow as a leader, and you want to be a part of that. And make sure that you get in the room. All right, we want to continue this week where we left off last week as we talked about leading with integrity, leading with integrity. Last week, we kind of went through a process of helping to understand a couple of things. One, that that integrity in and of itself is adhering to moral and ethical principles, uh, soundness of moral character. That That's what integrity really is. And when we talked about the moral component Remember, the moral component of integrity focuses on your thoughts, how you think, what drives you, what your guiding principles are. That's the moral component. And then the ethical component is how you conduct yourself. So we want to make sure that we have behavior that is properly aligned with our thought process. As with leading today, it's so important for us to have agreement between our thoughts and our conduct or our morals and our ethics. There must be agreement in order to build a sustainable model of leadership that people are ready to follow, that give us the opportunity to influence uh, those around us. So I want to make sure that we are there because influence is going to be the key. You know, leadership, according to John Maxwell, is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So when you think of influence, you're going to have to get those around you to do things the way you want them done and to help you to reach that common goal. Well, that happens through proper leadership, consistent leadership, leading with integrity, making sure our thoughts, our conduct, our morals, and our ethics are correct. That's what we have to do. So when you think about this leadership, this process of social influence, what that lets us know is that we as leaders can't get it done by ourselves. One is too small a number to do anything great. So we need to make sure that we are willing to to, uh, enlist the support of those around us and make sure that our influence is consistent and leading them in the right way. On, On our last episode, we talked about personal integrity. Personal integrity is so important because it is the guiding principle. It is the, 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 the plumb line, if you will, for how everything else in your life works. Uh, so it starts with personal. Remember we talked about 
personal. We talked about our beliefs, uh, and then we talked about building, and we talked about our brand. When we talked about beliefs. We really talked about that we needed to establish a standard and, and be intentional in, in increasing our knowledge. And then we wanted to make sure that we adopted the principles that we talked about. That That's one of the things about it is we can set these standards and these guidelines, but if we do not adopt the principles, then we really don't believe in what we're saying we believe in. Then we talked about building. How do you build? You build through continual learning. You, you build through consistent growth, and you, you build through personal investment. These are going to be critical in order for you to continue to work on your personal integrity and get to the place that you want. And then finally, remember, we talked about a personal brand. Uh, your brand is personal. Uh, your brand must be sustainable. This is something that you don't want to have that comes and goes that's inconsistent, but you want it sustainable. Why? Because when you build the right kind of personal brand, it becomes a transferable brand. That's right, a transferable brand. So as we continue today, I want to talk about leading uh, with integrity from an organizational perspective. Let's, let's talk about how do we have an organization that is going to be built upon integrity, that's going to have the right type of conduct or behavior, the right kind of thoughts, the right kinds of core values and guiding principles. Well, the first thing about organizational integrity that we have to think about is that we, we must consider three things, really. We're going to talk about priority, process, and productivity. So when we think about organizational integrity and we talk about priority, the first thing is, what is our organizational message? Really, what we're saying here is, what do we want people to know about us? What, what do we want them to know? See, uh, what is the organization's vision? What is the organization's ultimate goal? What, what's the organization's mission? Um, what, do, what do we do every day to reach that vision. When you think about the priority of messaging, uh, the the ultimate goal is to go from what you want the people to know about you to what the people saying about you, what the people say about you to match that. In other words, if we want to be known for consistent service, we want to be known for excellence or best in class, we want the message or the the what we hear back from our consumers, our clients to be the same coming back to us as what our desire is. That's why it's so important to prioritize the organizational message. The message can't just be on paper. The message can't just be for a, a meeting or on a slide in a presentation here or there. But we truly must internalize the message so that everyone within our organization understands the messaging, understands the vision, understands the mission so that we can not only articulate or communicate the message, but even more than that, that we can embody the message and own the message. This is going to be critical uh, for your organizational integrity. But, but, but not only do we need to have the right message, it's, it's important that we establish a method. What is our organizational method? What commitments do we make uh, to establish how we do things? What are we committed to? That, that's so important because in order for our message to get out and for us to deliver on our message, we must have methods 
that match our methods. And, and our, our, our methods and message must come together. So as we consider our message, we must consider our method. That's right. Uh, methods have to be consistent at every level within the organization. Let me say that again. Methods must be consistent at every level of the organization. We want uh, our producers, our strategic, our organizational, our tactical, every component of our business model must be consistent in how we do business. No matter who you get on the phone, no matter who you encounter in your customer service experience, no matter who you encounter in your process of delivering or ordering your products or services from our company, we must have a consistent method, not something that we are able to quote or state or recite, but rather something that we are able to deliver on a consistent basis. So our message must be backed up by a consistent method. So when we think about priorities uh, in our organizational integrity, there is the message, there is the method, and then there's organizational leadership. See, see, we have to make sure that we are consistent in leadership. In other words, we can't have one set of leaders leading this way or one set of leaders leading that way. We can't have the top of the house uh, leading in one way and then the, the middle management trying to buffer between what the top of the house says and what the, the uh, end user says. There has to be some agreement across the board. So whenever we have our leadership, we want our leadership to influence each other in the right way and making sure that as leadership, leading with integrity requires leadership accountability. That's right. We must empower our leaders to hold each other accountable while holding themselves accountable. If we're going to be consistent in our messaging and our, our method, our leadership must be on the same page. Now, let me just add a bonus here. In order for a leadership to be on the same page, it cannot be a dictatorial model. In other words, we have to have a model that allows us to interact and interchange information to come up with the best solutions, understanding what our specific role in leadership is. Oftentimes, the tactical or operational people may have a better sense of what works than the strategic uh, people in leadership. And so we have to be willing to listen and look for our common goal so that we are very consistent in what we are looking to deliver. So if we're talking about organizational integrity, priority is critical. We must have the same organizational message. What do we want people to know about us? Well, what is our vision? What is our mission? How do we plan to carry this out? What are our methods? How do we do things? And it must be consistent at every level within the organization but if we do all of that and have inconsistency in our leadership, then our integrity of leadership goes away. So I want to make sure that we realize we have to hold our leadership accountable, and that's critical for us to have uh, to be able to lead with integrity. Um, secondly, we want to talk about process. In organizational integrity, there must be process. When I talk about process, what I'm really talking about here is an established process. And when you look at your established process, it, it's, it's close to your method, but you really want to go, what is the standard, right? Let's go a little further. What is the standard uh, of our method based upon? 
And so your process takes you to the reason you decide to do it this way. How did we arrive at this particular method? Well, we, we arrived at this particular method because we as a company, as an organization, we have a certain belief system. And this shows up in our team members. Why? Because we hire consistent team members. That doesn't mean that everyone looks the same, but we do have people on our team who buy into our vision, who are a cultural fit, who can help us stick to and adhere to all of our methods and our processes. So we have to be clear of what we stand for and what we believe so that we don't have that conflict. See, when you have a, a difference of opinion of how we go about business, th there there is a thing that's called healthy stress and healthy I'm not suggesting that we don't have any disagreements. What I'm saying is at our core, our beliefs are the same. At our core, we believe so that we can take ownership and we can lead with integrity and have organizational integrity because we have the same beliefs. Now, with that, you're going to have, again, some tension, I like to call it, some leadership tension. And if you don't have any tension, you'll never increase your capacity. So tension is good, but we don't want to compromise our belief system. We don't want to compromise our belief system. That is the critical component here. We want to make sure that our belief system stays intact. Now, it's one thing to believe. It's one thing to have an established process. It's another thing to be equipped to do the job. So if we're going to have organizational integrity, we must have the ability, the capacity to deliver on the job. How does that happen? It happens through intentional development and training. If we're going to lead with integrity, we must equip our team members. Telling people who we are and what we expect and what we want to do and what we want to accomplish and what we believe, while they are good things, they are not enough to lead with integrity, not enough for organizational integrity. We must have a priority-based a priority based development and training infrastructure to support both the organization's priorities and process. This is very critical. Uh, many brands, many teams fail because they refuse to invest the necessary dollars. They can't justify the necessary investment in training and development. It is unfair to expect someone to deliver with integrity when not equipped to do so. It's not about delegating. See, delegating is okay. Abdicating is different. You can't just let somebody have something and release you want to empower your team members and help them to buy into the brand, help them to buy into the organization by spending the necessary dollars and time in resource infrastructure development through training and understanding so that we are able to do this intentionally and build a brand and have very specific processes. Uh, some of the most successful brands that you know have a very specific training process and they invest that on the front end. Most professional positions literally take 12 to 18 months just to break even on bringing on a new hire. Why is what happens on the front end so important?
it's easier to train and develop the right way than to allow bad habits to form and then try to correct them later and do a reset. So we want to be intentional in our development and training. So uh, in order to do that, again, make sure that you're willing to invest in getting your people to the right place. And then let, let's look at, at it from this perspective. If you're going to have intentional uh, training and development, you must have some metrics, right? Some qualitative and quantitative metrics. You have to measure quality at every level from product, service, internal, external. You have to measure from the bottom line all the way to achieving your vision and your mission. Are we moving the needle? Are we hitting our numbers? Are we hitting all of our targets? If you don't measure your hard costs, your soft costs, again, these metrics help you to ensure that you're on point. That's why we uh, 360 leadership reviews are great to find out how your leaders are doing. We're not trying to sabotage a leader by doing a 360, uh, a 360 degree ex examination of a leader, but rather we're trying to equip you. So remember, if you're going to have a process, you have to establish the process, you have to train and develop, and then you have to measure. If you don't measure, how do you know if you're getting better? And when you put measurements in place, better is not a measurement. Moving from 1.1 to 1.3 is an improvement and an increase that's measurable. It's quantifiable, and we know how much that is. When we look at how many returns we're having based on the product, that becomes qualitative. How are we looking at it? What's going on there? So you want to make sure that if you're going to have organizational integrity, you have to measure, 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 train, 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 and stick to the process. The last thing we want to talk about in our organizational integrity, we've talked about priority and we've we've talked about the process. Now we want to talk about the bottom line of productivity. In productivity, there are three things that I want to touch on just briefly to give us a sense of how to round out our organizational uh, integrity. Uh, the first thing in your productivity is start with credibility. See, organizational integrity builds credibility. When you can count on an organization and, you're, and you always operate with integrity, you get a good name and you become a credible uh, brand, a credible team, a credible organization. Credibility produces both internal and external security. Understand, when you are a credible organization, those team members on the inside of your organization appreciate that and feel secure as a part of the team. When you are credible or seen as credible from the outside, your customers are comfortable and they find security and more likely to be retained. So credibility is going to always increase productivity. Not only are we talking about credibility, but we want to talk about culture. Culture. Organizational integrity creates culture, your way of doing things. And how we do things, this culture, that's what it establishes, how we do things. When we have this culture, that becomes the key and the lock to our buy-in. Our team buys in because we know what the culture is. People who enjoy coming to work, who have buy-in, who belong, who understand, who believe in the organizational integrity are more productive. That's right. And the last thing I want to emphasize is cre creativity, right? Your productivity requires creativity. 
Organizational integrity provides an environment conducive to creativity. You want a team that is willing to go out and help you to create the next best, the latest, the greatest improvements, processes, new products, because you can create. Why is this so important? Creativity is essential uh, for, uh, for being uh, sustained, having sustainability, and having relevance. What you've always done in the past may not always last. So you have to find a way to be sustainable and relevant. And how do you do that is creativity. When there is organizational integrity, the team feels free to create. When you create, you develop fans, you develop loyal customers, you develop satisfied employees, and you develop a brand that you can be proud of. My friends, you've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne, talking about organizational integrity, and we know that that's the kind of organization you want to have. I talked about personal uh, integrity last week, organizational this week, and just remember, organizational integrity, priority, process, and productivity. Don't forget, we've got a webinar coming up on January 18th at 7 p.m. Central. You can register at ovleadership.leadingthebest.com for $19.97. We'll talk to you for about an hour and help you with delegating. Our subject matter will be delegating with ease and helping you to grow as a leader. We're committed to adding value to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating. And thank you for sharing. And until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.